Hello. This episode of the Evil Ego Hour podcast is sponsored by Rat Piss. Available anywhere men buy things. Are you a real man searching for a real beer? The type of beer that redefines masculinity across the board? The type of beer that gives you the confidence to cry in public or openly admit that you don't have all the answers rather than trying to convince someone different from you that their feelings are less valid. The type of beer that helps you embrace the quote-unquote feminine aspects of yourself without fear of rejection or ridicule. You're looking for a beer that helps you detach from your toxic environment, unlearn deeply rooted social programming, and calmly express your emotions in a mature and healthy way? Well, look no further. Rat Piss Beer is the beer for you. Rat Piss. Available anywhere men buy stuff. Embrace the new man with a new beer. Who would have ever thought getting pissed would be a good thing. Rat Piss Beer. Embrace the piss. Well, well, well. Shout out to you. You actually decided to give us a little click, huh? What a privilege. What a privilege to be back up in them damn ears again. See if I can give you a nice little introduction to what we got going on if you're a first-time listener. Uh, what's normally a part of the introduction? Who, what, when, where, how? Uh, uh, well, I can answer all that with this statement. It's the Evil Ego Hour Podcast with co-host Cody Minabi. I'm your host, Knight. Thank you for joining us again for the first time because every episode is the first episode so if you are new to the show welcome it's it's pretty much just two dudes um and the the occasional guest and the occasional expert psychoanalyzing or unpacking philosophical concepts psychological concepts stuff that we know to be true but it's like do we stuff that we don't really think about we try to talk about at length the little details in life so today today's journey that we go down oh god Ugh, i hate when people call things journeys i don't even know why i apologize but uh today's topic that we discuss is sacrifice very interesting multi-layered concept sacrifice because it used to be some straight up wild mess you can only you you can imagine what sacrifice used to be, but now it's carried out in more of a concept. So, how did we make that transition? I swear, man, humans are so weird and complex. This is why I love this show because we'll, and you'll probably even see in this podcast, we'll go all the way kind of left field. And it always relates back to the topic. We always bring it back and we always settle on some really good points, which is stuff that might have already been said before in the past. But just running it through our filters and being the people that we are is just discovering it in a, in a different way. I don't know. Hopefully it can be helpful for somebody. Definitely helpful for me seeing things that I need to sacrifice and Cody has a call to action at the end of the podcast that I really suggest everybody hops on 
make sure you go to the website eagleeaglehour.com and throw some ideas in the idea box thank you to the people who reached out who really enjoyed the ignorance episode last week as always Makile on the beats i'm gonna get straight to this goddamn episode i'm not gonna draw this out all right let's do it let's do it initiate the process begin the program You know what the boys do. We, t- we came here to get some shit off our minds and get centered real quick. Get some shit into your mind. Yeah. Weekly, as we are kin to do. And what is this? What um, is this? I've heard. I think this. You is don't it even, this? Don't, don't, don't even answer. It's the. <sighs> Evil 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 Hour. Podcast with Coach Cody Manawi. I'm your host, Knight. Back again. Black again. What's happening? Yes, we are black again. Mm-hmm. And again, and again, and again. Yeah, and forever. Constantly okay. reminded. Sorry, but also not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. I didn't actually mean the first sorry. You know, every now and then in life, you know, you got to look, project into the future, and you got to make a few sacrifices in order to get to the place where you really want to be. And you got to do some things that are hard. And today, we are going to talk about the concept of sacrifices. Sacrifices. Yes. I wanted to talk about sacrifices because I got... Something's moved me to speak about sacrifices. I was listening to this podcast and and this guy was talking about the... Uh, actually, the deal that Joe Rogan actually settled. Oh, with Spotify. Yeah, it was like a $100 million He got deal. a minimum. Well, minimum. Well, he got a, It was more than that. Yeah, he got a guarantee like $100 million. Yeah, but it was definitely and, and it's and it's gonna be more on the back end. Of the, yeah, he's based off it. of the results that they get. But what's cr- even crazier is that Spotify made like four or five billion off of that off of that one deal. You mean like because of their stocks raising? Um, yeah, like the value of their company just shot up because now they have Joe Rogan on there. And that's what I'm talking about. That sacrifice, right? It sounds like a lot of money. It sounds like. Damn, you're gonna give this dude a hundred million dollars plus. You're gonna sacrifice all of that money. But when you think about it, it's like the investment that they were making in the person that it is, the the type of fan base and the type of uh people that that podcast brings to that platform. It's like that's that's what true sacrifice is. Like you're not really losing out on anything because you know what you're gonna gain. Yeah, I think it's about just assessing what 
your values are. What is most important to you? Um, Listen, in order don't to- you fucking dare try to start, you know, getting into your conscious bag about what sacrifice is without reading the definition. You already know what this. You already know what we're doing here. I'm sorry, man. I just my mind These is all protests, over the place. I know the protests, the riots, the fucking president. Can you click the drop down for okay, me? Okay, sorry. All right. So this is the definition of sacrifice. You know, we always start with the definition here on the Evil Ego Hour. We want to see what uh, Webster is talking about. We want to see what that nigga's saying. And we also want to, you know, get some type of clear. So. Oh, damn. That's a lot of definitions. It is a lot of definitions uh, of sacrifice. Be a and difficult. that is, you know, we normally experience that. Well, read but the, the ones the very, that you feel like are relevant. The very, very, that's not the first one, but we'll say it. It is an act of giving up something valued for the sake of something else regarded as more important or worthy. Mm. But the first definition that we have on here is an act of slaughtering an animal mm. or person or surrendering surrendering a possession as an offering to God or to a divine or supernatural figure. Hmm. Interesting. And it's very interesting that that's the first definition yeah the first definition has to do with the, the religious yeah uh context of it the first definition is this like visceral violent act yeah slaughtering an act of slaughtering yeah it's the first four words of the the first definition i think it's interesting that they did choose to have that as a leading definition um I'm surprised that that is probably the most relevant definition of sacrifice. Why do you think that is? Uh, We're going to talk about it, but why do you? Why do I think that is? Mm -hmm. You know, I would, I'm actually quite surprised. Uh, You thought it would be the act of giving up something valued for the sake of something else. Yeah, I would think that definition is more relevant than the one with slaughtering animals or a person. That's the thing, though. Conceptually, they're actually the same thing, right? Yeah. So the idea of sacrifice is so old. We know this, right? We first thing that you think about when you think of sacrifice is probably that Jesus. Yeah. Sacrifice of Jesus. A very old, old kind of ancient idea of of sacrificing normally some type biblical. of animal. Yeah, yeah. It's normally biblical. Normally having to do with maybe some type of witchcraft or some type of magic. Yeah. We know about sacrifice in those terms uh, back in the Xing dynasty. Um, Chinese people used to behead dudes from other tribes in honor of their ancestors the more people you could behead the you know the cooler you were the cooler you were with god i got four heads yeah i got hella clout (laughs) you see these heads (laughs) niggas wearing heads like they gucci belts i got heads on me yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Hawaii they used to break your bones with sticks, you know, hold you down and just break your bones with sticks. So So your bones were the sacrifice? Or Um no, well they did that. I to guess kill in you. theory, yeah, they would do it until you died. Oh. So but they would just, you know, try just, to break those break bones. your bones. So they wanted to turn you into Play Doh. Yeah, it was weird because it was like some of these sacrifices also you were involved. There? Yeah, it was weird. It was awkward. Like I was like, "Am I supposed to be here right now?" And they were like, "You next." And I'm like, "All right, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird time in Hawaii during those times. Um, they used to throw niggas into volcanoes and shit, crazy stuff, right? Yeah, I remember that happened to me. Uh, all for the sake of something higher, some type of divine, supernatural spirit, you know, in order to gain something good out of it. So, the reason 
I, I, it's interesting that they talked about this as the first definition because it just shows how ancient this idea is and so since this idea is so like ancient I wanted to go back to an old story right I wanted to hit up the Bible because to me that's like the greatest or one of one of the best collection of stories to get to understand how people were thinking of shit back then right you know what I mean you understand it it's told through stories but if you can dissect the stories and see what the underlying point is it's like that's oh church. So, yeah that's church like it, it's really gives you a more clear understanding of like how we live today because people back then they weren't dumber if they were dumber we wouldn't be here you know what right. i mean they just thought of things differently and they couldn't verbalize it in the same way yeah they i mean they did what was working for them right you know to talk like they might talk about jealousy in a way like so it's like a it's kind of like a a, a a puddle and god sees the puddle and then he makes the puddle bigger and it's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about uh, yeah. i guess i get it so should we i don't know put water in all the puddles i don't you i don't get water bro it. it was just really complicated the way you know we look at it as complicated to them it made perfect sense mm -hmm. so i uh, went back and I tried to find a story about sacrifice. Of course, you have the sacrifice of Jesus, you know, who died for our sins. Of course, that's like the obvious one. But I want to talk about the story of Cain and Abel, if ah, I may. Nice, nice. If you know about this story of Cain and Abel or you were forced to uh, listen to the story of Cain and Abel as a child, um, then you know it's about brothers. Uh, these brothers were these two sons of Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And so these sons, they were like one Abel. He was he was a good shit man. He was he was a good guy. He loved his brother. He loved the world. He loved God. Cain, on the other hand, he was resentful. He was jealous of his brother. He was a hating ass. He was a hating ass little bitch. And um, like one day, uh, Adam says, "Listen, I'm proud of you guys. I'm glad of the way that you guys are taking care of everything. I want you both to make a sacrifice to God and show him that you're thankful and uh so and so that you may receive his blessing." Mm -hmm. So they get together and Abel says, "You know, I'm going to sacrifice my newborn baby lamb. You know, I just got this fresh newborn baby lamb." I'm going to sacrifice him in the name of God and and see what I can get out of it. And Cain thinks that shit is so stupid. Cain thinks the whole concept is stupid. He's like, you're really going to sacrifice your most worthy possession, your your highest possession for something that you can't even see, something that you don't even know? Like, that's dumb as shit, bro. Like, I'm your brother. You should listen to me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to sacrifice these old-ass fruits that I got in my pocket. So Cuz brings out some old, old, dried up fruit and chooses that to be his <laughs> sacrifice right i actually didn't know that you didn't know that I, I i thought the story went a different way so he has this uh this is just one part of the story this is the part of the story that's kind of relevant to what we're talking about okay. but he has this little dried up fruit so they go to the offering um he throws his dried up fruit into the fire this and nigga threw raisins into the fire. <laughs> and thought that would appease god Man, some he, raisins he throws that shit into the fire and the fire doesn't even swell, you know, it just kind of just looks at him like, bro, really? The fire is just like, come on, fam. That's all the fire said. Bro. So then we turn to Abel. Um, Abel takes his newborn, beautiful baby lamb and he tosses it into fire. Wow, that's kind of good. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That How was did I do that? Strange. We're going to bypass that. But yeah, that's the sound of a newborn baby lamb being incinerated. <laughs> 
right? And the flame swells, right? The flame gets higher and higher, and it shows that God is pleased with this offering, right? And the idea that he took his most prized thing, the, a newborn baby lamb, and tossed it into a fire, and this is the thing that appeases God, right? Sacrificing the thing that you love the most or that you really, really want for a bigger cause or for a greater cause. Mm-hmm. And that idea is crazy. That's got, uh, that's like kind of the first, not the first time where something like that has happened, like in the Bible. But that idea is so ancient, and like the lessons that you get from that is, I mean, they span timelines. Like that, you can really like generations and generations. Like the idea of giving up something important for something that you don't even know, something that you can't even see, is an important idea. Yeah, I mean, I think it's about weighing. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. But it's about seeing what is really valuable to you and really becoming detached to these things that this higher purpose is giving you. So, like, God, in theory, gave the lamb, the baby lamb, to Abel. Or, mm. yeah, to Abel. And so, without God, there would be no lamb. And so, serving the lamb to God, back to God, is is almost like an act of gratitude right. to show that like, yo, although I love and I really want to hold on to this thing, it wouldn't happen without you. I wouldn't have got this lamb without you. And so a lot of times when we make sacrifices, it's for these higher values that have always guided us through life. And I think it's really, <clears throat> I don't think people make a lot of sacrifices anymore um, and I'm mainly saying that because I don't think people often hold true to their values or even know what their actual right, highest what values higher are. Value is, yeah. And so it's very hard for people to make sacrifices um, because they don't know what their higher values are. I think it's more often that people unknowingly sacrifice themselves. Um, because they don't know what their values are. And so since they don't know what their values are, it's more likely that their values are the ones that's being sacrificed for things that aren't as valuable as a... So you're at you're, you're touching on something extremely important, right? Because you keep referencing this higher thing, the, these higher values that you're trying to appease or that you're trying to get to, right? And I feel like the underlying concept in this story about like giving up something that you really love in order to gain something back, right? I feel like God in this story is, and I've heard of, I also heard a philosopher kind of break this down and this is the understanding that I got from it. They were practicing, I, they were practicing concepts where they didn't 100% know why they were doing it, but they, the idea behind it was still there. And even though we're not sacrificing our fresh baby lambs anymore, what we are sacrificing, uh, sacrificing is our time. And God is, is time in this equation because we have to sacrifice things in the present for the future and the future is something we don't even know we haven't even seen it yet it's only something that we can conceptualize like god 
like God is is an idea and a concept to a lot of people. They like Cain in the story is like, why are you sacrificing something valuable to something that you don't even know? And right. that's what we actually have to do on the day to day basis in order to become, quote unquote, successful. Right. We have to sacrifice our time, money, all the things that are extremely valuable to us to mm-hmm. get to this idealized or this higher concept version of ourselves Mm -hmm. so what what do we call that what do we call that test of sacrificing something that you have and is valuable for something that you're perceiving to be more valuable in the future i mean i don't know what you have what i have the answer already oh so it's just one of those type of questions what do you call it no i wanted to see if you you what's it called you said freedom what? Faith. Mm. Faith. It's about having faith in these values and the actions that you take and the things that you have to sacrifice. You got to have faith in just even your even needing to sacrifice something or even knowing, you know, the act of sacrificing is a action of faith. It is a faith-based action. Yeah, correct. Because it, it, you don't hundred percent know what you're gonna get out of it. The only only thing you know is what only thing you know that you're gonna get out of it is what you can conceptualize like into the future. So when it comes to things like sacrificing your time, like going to work, right? It's not necessarily, it is still a contract. It's still like a faith-based activity, but you know what you're going to get back. You're you're getting monetary income back. It's not as much of a test as faith because it's more, it's more guaranteed. Yeah, it's by, more concrete. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more concrete. I mean, it is, you do have to have faith in the system. I mean, even... It, in everything, in everything you do, you got to have faith. But there are things that are, I guess, higher test or harder tests harder of, test, yeah. of, of faith than as going to work to your corporation. And you brought up like an interesting point because it's like the idea that you have to you have to know what that higher version of yourself is before you can start making sacrifices towards it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have no idea of what that is, then before. Then you, you think you're not making sacrifices, but you actually still are. Right. Because time is going to go by. Time is the silent killer. It's going to continue to take your time away, take your time away. And you think you're not making sacrifices, but you are. You're sacrificing your time. And I found a quote that was really interesting. He was saying that you, you get to pick your sacrifices, but you don't get to not sacrifice anything. It just ah. doesn't work like that. Yeah, so we're constantly making sacrifices. You're constantly sacrificing. Even maturity is a sacrifice. Right, right. You're growing, and whether it's unwilling, whether you did it to yourself or not, or it's just like a natural biological process, you give up certain aspects of your physical and emotional and mental being in order, in return, to get some higher ideas and and, uh, and a longer dick and hairy balls right yeah yeah like that's, that's pretty much all you get out of yeah, that's all you get out of it yeah all the 12 year olds listening to this i'm telling you the only thing you do is get a bigger dick nothing <laughs> else changes but so like it's a constant sacrifice you're sacrificing regardless so if you don't have an idea of where you're trying to go with your sacrifice and the idea that god only wants the best right mm-hmm Whenever you're at home and you know you have something to do, you know you have uh, either a paper to work on or you know you have uh, 
you know, you know, you have the rent to pay or whatever. And there's something that you could be doing right now that could contribute to whatever is the higher idea for what you're trying to accomplish. A lot of times the things that you have to give up or the things that you love the most, you would love so much to just chill, bro, to smoke, eat the things that you really like that give you that pleasure. A lot of times you have to those are the first things to go when you're trying to you know, reach a higher, a higher concept or reach a higher self. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, he only wants your best. He only wants that sweet baby lamb. Right. Like, yeah, I could get, I could have anything with this lamb. I could get me some kebabs. I could get me a fresh lambskin little, you know, little loincloths that cover up the junk. You could have all of that, but nah, I got to give this up. For a concept, for an idea, right? And I, I don't. I think the story of Cain and Abel came in Exodus. You know? I'm not sure. I, I well, spoil, uh, spoiler alert: uh, Cain kills his brother. Um, yeah. God banishes him. Says you can never come back, and that's how that ends. Actually, yeah. Let's we can put a cap on that. Uh, <laughs> if you don't read the Bible, if you are a heathen, that is how it ends. Very uh, violent, violent book. Um, that was most of end, but yeah. In Exodus, one thing that always stood out to me was the fact that God pronounces himself as I am. Mm -hmm. That's why God says, my name is I am. And so in our current modern world, I mean, you know, there's some of our listeners may be Christian. Some of our listeners may be uh, Muslim, Buddhist, Sikh, um, Whatever. Are you gonna try to name all the religions? No, I, I okay, can't. Okay, stop. Um, so, but a lot of these things have to do with a, an idealized self, yeah, an idealized yeah. person, or what an ideal person does. Mm-hmm. God just wants us to be ideal or to be good. Yeah. Um, and so these concepts is whatever we agree upon. You know, some people take and leave things from the Bible that they want or the Quran or, or whatever your holy text is. Um, but it's, we, we come to that conclusion ourselves as what the higher being is. And so mm-hmm. when we make sacrifices to God in a more, I guess, tangible um, context, we're really making these sacrifices to our idealized self. Right, exactly. And so whether you're religious or not, these are things that you're going to have to come to terms with is what your values are, whether they these values come from the Bible or come from, you know, what you have drawn from your personal experiences. Mm-hmm. You have to actually come up with these things and hold true to them. And when you do come to these things and you do hold true to them, that's when a lot of the sacrifices actually start being made right. because without any concrete values or morals or ideas um whether it's on written paper or whether you just have like very certain things and principles that you follow by in your life without them you're going to bend over like a blade of grass you know what i mean like you're never going to stand strong for something and it'll be really hard to get anywhere uh, through your own intention. I'm not going to say that people with no values don't get anywhere in yeah. life because some people really get Oh, lucky. for sure, yeah. And some people just, the wind just blows in the right direction for them. But in order to have a life with at least a realistic sense of control, 
um, and with your own intention is that you need to have these vows, values, morals, and principles ironed out for yourself and be so convinced on them that you can implement faith into them. Mm. Yeah, that's the, that's key, right? That's like one of the things that you have to establish. The earlier that you can establish that for yourself, the better. And we know people who who established what they wanted to do early, and a lot of times those are very successful people. But a lot of things become clear when you figure that out, right? And you spoke a lot about the highest self. And a lot of times in the in the Bible stories, They'll take the the most exaggerated version. Like God is exaggerated good. God is everything good. Mm. God is good. That right. is like that's like a script in the Bible, right? God is good. Jesus is the idealized version of man. This is what you. This is what. It's God's son. Yeah, you can't get any higher, right? And so, um, God sacrificed His only son to i guess atone for the sins of all mankind is a very intense idea and whether he literal and whether you believe the story literally or not or you believe it to be an archetype and you believe that it's just that you know as humans we are ultimately we're forgiven for our sins mm -hmm. so we can act out of love we can act however we want to act and we can we're free to be ourselves because we're free of the burden of our sins you know what i mean and and so like the burden of existence should be a little bit easier because we already know we're good yeah and i think it's the where we're freeing ourselves of the burden of being perfect yeah exactly so we already know we're gonna make mistakes i sacrificed the highest idea of good for you, I I let y'all massacre him. So that idea is gone. I sacrificed that idea so that y'all don't have to be Jesus. You know what you I mean? You don't have to. And if you do do this, you have the fear of being sacrificed right. again by God himself. Right. So it's almost as like, I probably shouldn't try to be Jesus because... But that's the thing. You should still try to... You should still try to play to those ideals, right? You still want to be the highest version of yourself, but acknowledge that you won't be, right? Right. I think it's a, the acknowledgement. I guess it's kind of... It's like you, you kind of have to sacrifice the idea that you will ever be perfect. Mm. Yeah. That's probably one of the first ideas you have to sacrifice yeah. to establish confidence. Like as a, as a person, like you have to realize like, oh, I'm not, I'm not perfect. And that's fine. Yeah. And, but it's for some people, they think that is an attainable goal is that they can. Perfection. Yeah. That you, I mean, perfectionist uh, yeah. and, and idealist. I suffer that, from that. Yeah. I can feel that. So one of the things that I had to come to terms with that, was that being perfect actually wasn't wasn't that important to me. Hmm. And it, it really didn't mean anything to me to be perfect. And what meant more to me was my happiness. What meant more to hmm. me was my own sanity. And so I needed to sacrifice something that I thought was good for, for something that was great. Right. So would you would you put happiness into the category of like the things that you're 
your higher or idealized version of yourself is a happy one for sure um uh and not to say that i'm always going to be that um but by giving up the idea of being perfect i don't always have to be that and that makes me even more happy right so it kind of feeds back into itself it's it's more ideal for me not to be always ideal yeah man i think what you're saying is so important and the reason why i even thought of this of course was because of like like i was saying in the beginning just the overall like idea of sacrifice plays a part into just everything we do especially when you're trying to get work done Mm -hmm. um and i was hearing this guy talk about like how much you truly have to sacrifice and i was thinking like um humans and this is kind of very specific to humans the idea that we can forego certain pleasures of the moment and in order to set up something for us in the future Mm -hmm. we conceptualize this future whatever that is for ourselves and we give up things and act on that concept by sacrificing whatever we're currently doing or whatever is pleasurable to us so it's like a bargaining with reality yeah it's like we're we're acting on behalf of me three months from now yeah Yeah. (laughs) like you're act you're speaking for him and it's weird and we do other things like that there's there's weird like bargaining with reality there's weird contracts that we make with time and like contracts that we make with the world that I feel like we don't even think about like I I totally agree with that and I think it comes down to 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 comment on what you said about you you can't sacrifice things that you don't care about a lot of times I guess in our day-to-day lives we're sacrificing things that bring us comfort Um, whether it's a ideal whether uh, whether it's idea whether it's uh, extra sleep, mm-hmm. um, whether show, it's our vice, drugs, um, right. you know, whatever, whatever it may be, these things create comfort for us. They make us feel comfortable. And um, a lot of times when you need to take, I mean, when you need to make a sacrifice. Um, it's to it's, promote growth. It's to promote growth and growth is never comfortable. Yeah. Growth is never going to be comfortable and sacrifices will never be comfortable. But I think it would be easier if we bring a connection to sacrifice and growth yeah show that how necessary it is in the process there is no growth without sacrifice if the more you can understand that and and understand why that is and the concept behind it like literally what we're talking about Mm -hmm. then the quicker we can get people to see to feel that idealized version of themselves and see that as a real thing Mm -hmm. because again you have to sculpt that out you have to sculpt that out for yourself and figure out what that is and a lot of times even now like with the social issues that we're going through right now there's a lot of sacrifice and people are trying to figure out well what do we truly have to sacrifice Mm -hmm. do i have to sacrifice my my life and i want to get into i want to end on the topic of martyrs on a real happy note uh you know i want to talk about martyrs a little bit because that is the ultimate sacrifice is your life right we talk about jesus we talk about um the concept of giving your life to something and whether that be the physical action of like taking your life your life being taken 
or it's like literally dedicating your life to something. That's mm-hmm. a sacrifice. You're sacrificing yeah. your life to something that you believe is higher than you or than your own selfish needs. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, your life is probably the most valuable thing um, that you have. Um, we know how, you know, we know it's like a one in billion or trillion. Yeah whatever fucking probability of becoming a human being let alone a healthy one in the scale in the scale of importance is probably your life and then time right under it right yeah 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 yeah. because Uh, time is a part of your life yeah i mean yeah life there would be no life without right i guess so So those are the two biggest sacrifices right so i think like when we imagine um when we put ourselves in the shoes of people who have had their life taken or who have sacrificed their own life. When we think about, like you said, the time that, you know, they may have put into a certain cause or, or movement, we, we put ourselves in the shoes of that. And a lot of us can't imagine going out that way, or we can't imagine putting that much time into something. Uh, and a lot of times it's, it's very admire, uh, it's admirable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for people to sacrifice so much of themselves, so much of their own time into whether it's um, a cause or even whether it's for their family. I mean, I, I look at just per, in my personal experience, sometimes it just it overwhelms me the sacrifices that my mom's had to make mm. for uh, me and for my family. And I like it literally sometimes draws me to tears. Cause I'm just like, damn, like she really yeah. has, like she really went that far for her family. And so we, when we, when we imagine doing that, sometimes it's hard for us to, um, to imagine ever, ever doing that. And we, we, and we know that like, we wouldn't necessarily just choose to mm-hmm. do that. Um, <laughs> in our, you know, just like, hell no, we wouldn't just choose to dedicate. Like, I used to walk 16 miles in the snow with no shoes just so I could get a poor education. I'm like, that, that's some sacrifice. Yeah, right there. I wouldn't do that. I would have said, fuck school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I, I do think, just like you said, time, um, f- uh, and, and, well, life followed by time, is the most valuable things to us. So that's why we're automatically like so moved when people lose their life to a cause that they were fighting for because of this ultimate, that's the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, that is the most valuable thing biblical. that we have. Yeah, it is biblical. Um, and I guess to close up on my end, I think the only way we can live a life that is that can be as beautiful as dying for uh, a cause or um, just a life that's beautiful and lived all the way till you're 90 or 100 years old is to have our values in check and to know what we will stand for and what we won't stand for. Right. Um, and to complement this pod, I'm just going to plug this in here. Mm-hmm. On the website, I'm going to put an example. I'm going to scan my own, uh, I guess, sheets out of my journal mm. and how I came to figure out what my highest values were because uh, on an Amtrak ride home one, one time I knew I needed to determine what was most important to me. Right. And so I, I spent probably a, a straight two, three hours just writing down um, and you, and you'll see it in the, in the scans, just writing down what was most valuable to me, making connections between these things and coming to solid terms on what was most valuable to me 
and I, I made a list and I and I narrowed it down to um, seven things. You know, I'm life past seven, mm-hmm. so I narrowed it down to seven things um, that are most valuable to me, and it has helped me find like supreme precise direction hmm. in my life and it and it allows me to easily determine what I accept into my life and what I will reject in my life. So so it might also be helpful if you're going to uh share this exercise with the people. It might also be helpful for them to not only write out the things that are most important to them, write out that idealized higher version of themselves but also write out what they believe they would have to give up or, or sacrifice in order to achieve this yeah what you believe because it might not necessarily you might get down to the nitty-gritty and realize that you don't have to sacrifice as much as you thought mm-hmm. but getting an idea of it is everything because look as when you're a kid you're literally just limitless potential that's what we like about kids they're they're potential running around they don't know what anything is yet they don't have to be anything as you grow up life and society and and multiple different layers of things forces you to be a thing like you have to choose what you are you can be a plumber but you got to choose and some people just don't choose they just continue being limitless potential but limitless potential when you're 30 is just a nigga sitting on the couch at home Facts. you're just just because you can do a bunch of things it doesn't mean anything right once you get down to the nitty gritty you're going to have to make some sacrifices you're going to have to cut loose the the extra bullshit Make sacrifices and edge out exactly what you want to be. And so think about what you need to sacrifice or what you should be sacrificing. First, no, first think about what you want to be. We've established that. Think about what you, what that higher version of yourself is, what that is. Right. And now think about what you should be sacrificing in order to get there. And I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, not, I think it's important to visualize it. Yeah. To visualize what, you're, what you want to do, uh, what, you, what you want your life to be. Um, visual, visualization is so key in in the process of becoming your higher self because if you can't visualize it, if you can't imagine it, if you can't see yourself doing certain things and you can't and you can't see yourself giving up certain things and denying certain things, then it becomes so much harder yeah. when those moments actually come into your life. And so I think it's, it's very important that you said that you need to sit down and imagine what your higher self is and what you will and won't do. Mm, to get there, yeah. What, you, what will you sacrifice? Will it be a baby lamb? Will it be that new show on Netflix that you've been dying to binge, but you know you got to get that paper done? What are you going to sacrifice? If I was to be sacrificed with anybody... I'm glad it's your ass. Thank you for being out there fighting for the cause, even though you you're too. light-skinned. Um, uh, so let's get up out of here. <laughs> Evil Ego Hour podcast. Make sure you do all the things that Cody says at the end of these. Check out the blog. The blog is live. The blog is live. All types of useful information, especially in these times. We need useful, uh, slightly biased, maybe not biased, but maybe slightly biased information. 
It's not biased. It's not biased? Yeah, it's good. Not biased. Good. Um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. All of our too many words. Too all many of words. our handles are at Evil Ego Hour. Check out EvilEgoHour.com. And that's all the plugs. Thank you. All right. Um, peace, love, and prosperity. Please be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be a martyr. Uh, we will overcome all of that shit. Let's go. All right. Peace. Peace.